Good Friday afternoon, everyone. It's 3 o'clock, and I'm Alicia Bales, live in the studio with our weekly Friday live Q&A on the coronavirus with members of Mendocino County's leadership team. And we also have Loreto Rojas here doing our Spanish interpretation for today. Hello, Loreto. Thank you. So, thank you so much for the... Muchas gracias por la oportunidad. Eh, Alicia está diciendo de que tenemos hoy al condado para dar un reporte sobre la situación del COVID. All right, and our guests today are Angel Slater, who is the vaccine clinic coordinator uh, for Mendocino County. She's a public health nurse. And Darcy Antle, who is our Mendocino County vaccine coordinator for the whole county. Thank you both for being here today. Tenemos en la línea a Darcy Antle. Ella es la coordinadora de la vacunación. Y con ella está una enfermera que se llama Angel. Y ella está a cargo de las vacunaciones en las clínicas. Thank you, Alicia. We're very happy to be here and uh, provide the latest updates that we have regarding the vaccines. Estamos muy contentas de estar aquí hoy día para entregar la última información sobre eh, la vacunación en nuestro condado. So it's been, actually, I want to start with the first thing which everybody's hearing is that the county may be heading into the red tier shortly. So before we get into questions about vaccines, can you give us the latest about the impending possible switch from the red from the purple tier to the red tier? La primera pregunta que queremos hacer es sobre el cambio de estatus que el condado tendría de pasar de la etapa púrpura a la etapa roja, que es probable que ocurra, no sabemos, no estamos muy seguros todavía. Uh, Alicia, yes, um, that's what we're hearing. Um, we don't know the exact date when it'll be announced, but we're very excited to be moving towards the red tier soon. <laughs> Darcy dice de que eh, todavía no tenemos una fecha exacta para eso, pero esperamos que ocurra en los próximos días. Es bastante, eh, estamos todos muy entusiasmados por este cambio de estatus. All right. Well, the other kind of breaking news of today, too, is uh, is the Casper Community Center vaccination event that uh, we were on the air Uh, announcing that there were available shots and now those have all been filled but I just want to mention too that we're going to have a call from Ted Williams who's at the site and get an overview about that at 3.30. La segunda noticia que tenemos es que se está desarrollando una clínica de vacunación en la localidad de Caspar y a las eh, tres, de la tarde, tres y media de la tarde vamos, vamos a tener un reporte de Ted Williams contándonos cómo eh, fue con ese, eh, esa vacunación. Eh, se estaban recibiendo personas que vinieran sin las citas, pero eso ya terminó porque solamente quedan cupos para las personas que hicieron una cita previamente. Wonderful. Okay, so let's get into the numbers of vaccines so far and next week's clinics. Or, I'm sorry, Primero events. que nada, vamos a saber cuántas, cuáles son los números de vacunados y cuáles son las clínicas que vienen la semana que viene. So the unique individuals that have at least one dose administered is 25,429. That was as of yesterday. And total... Uh, según el día de ayer, ten, para personas que han recibido solo la primera dosis, ya el número alcanza los 25,000 personas, 429. And total um, residents in Mendocino County, um, individuals, three... 
and seven thirty seven thousand seventy. They were y el número total de vacunaciones de 37,700 dosis individuales. Amazing. Increíble. Wow. Of those vaccines administered, 44.7% have gone to those over the age of 65. De este número, el 44% de estas vacunas han sido administradas a personas de 65 años y mayores de edad, de esa edad. And 31.8% 18 to 49. Y tenemos 31.8% para personas de entre 18 y. Did you say 49? Sorry. Yeah. Y 40, en las personas de la edad de 18 a 49 años. All right. And oh, and, oh. I'm sorry, the next question was clinics next oh, week. Oh, yeah, well, so vaccine opportunities for Mendocino County residents next week. La pregunta es cuáles son las oportunidades de vacunación para la semana que viene para nuestro condado. At this time, both clinics that are offered by public health are second dose, mm -hmm. and they would be, we're doing a second dose clinic tomorrow, Saturday at the fairgrounds, a uh, second dose clinic Tuesday, I'll let Angel. Right, sorry. Tuesday we will be a second dose clinic over at Mendocino High. Um, and then we will have another uh, second dose clinic, both Pfizer Tuesday and Wednesday. The second dose clinic will be on Wednesday here in, uh, at the fairgrounds. And then on Friday we also have another second dose clinic and that will be Moderna. And all three clinics are well over 600. Um, Vamos a tener vacunación la semana que viene. Tenemos una mañana en, en eh, los terrenos de la feria. Todas estas son segundas dosis. Eh, vamos a tener eh, una el miércoles y otra el viernes también en los terrenos de la feria. Y el martes va a haber una también que es segunda dosis en el high school de Mendocino, en la secundaria de Mendocino. All right, so we have... All four of these that you announced are second dose clinics, the one tomorrow and the one Tuesday as well? Todas estas vacunaciones son de segunda dosis? Sí, responden ellas. All right. And the uh, Wednesday and Friday are both at the fairgrounds in Ukiah. Miércoles y el viernes son los terrenos de la feria. Sorry for having to follow up like that, but it gets there gets to be so many different you know, pieces of information and I just want to keep them all straight. Disculpe que les pregunte de nuevo, pero queríamos tener bien clara porque como hay tantas de ellas. And I'm sorry, did you mention that you're having over 800 vaccines? Sorry? Each day, each day it's, it's ranged um, between 600 and 650 we'll, we'll, for each day starting tomorrow, uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday. Each day is in between 600 and 650. Cada uno de estos eventos de vacunación implica un número entre las 600 y las 600 vacunas por evento. All right, thank you for that. Um, the Johnson and Johnson vaccine has been approved and is being distributed. Has any of the Johnson and Johnson made it to Mendocino yet? The one dose uh, vaccine? Ya se ha eh, entregado uh, para el consumo del público la vacuna de Johnson and Johnson. 
Y Alicia de la radio está preguntando si el condado ya tiene alguna de esas vacunas que son una dosis única. So there's approximately, or there is 600 that's been delivered to Mendocino County. Um, this morning, uh, myself and uh, our team went and vaccinated 75 people, um, one being at the Golden Rule, um, and then we um, stopped off at uh, an acute care place, and we have more to give out today. So we're we're. Entonces está informando Angel, ella es la que está a cargo de las clínicas de vacunación, que eh, de esas vacunas de Johnson Johnson, el condado tiene alrededor de 600 y 75 de ellas fueron eh, entregadas hoy. Estas son vacunas de una sola dosis y que se, se seguirán entregando en los próximos días. All right. And the Johnson and Johnson vaccine is much more portable, isn't it? You can take a few here and there because it doesn't need to be frozen. It just needs to be refrigerated. El hecho de que esta vacuna de Johnson and Johnson sea, eh, se pueda llevar de un lugar a otro porque no requiere que sea congelada, solamente requiere refrigeración, permite que se lleve a otros eh, lugares donde quizás será más difícil llegar con la, las otras vacunas. Y, y en el condado contesta de que sí, de que eso, eso es correcto. Uh, I wonder if you have, you said you've uh, administered 75 of these vaccines, the Johnson and Johnson in the county. What is the plan? Uh, who, what kinds of kind of hard to reach communities do you plan to bring Johnson and Johnson to? Como esta vacuna es fácil de llevar un lugar a otro y solo se han administrado 75, Alicia está preguntando cuál es el plan que tiene el condado para entregar estas vacunas a ciertos lugares o localidades que son más difíciles eh, de acceder. Um, yeah, so I think our main goal is to bring this to people that um, have um, maybe disabilities that, you know, coming to a clinic twice um, isn't realistic. So we'll be doing that and also the incarcerated, trying to stop the spread um, at the jail. Um, but uh, yeah, for now, we, we definitely are planning on moving it through the community to the, to the um, community members that are unable to make it to us and, and especially make it to us twice. Bueno, el principal eh, eh, meta del condado es entregar estas vacunas para personas que tienen algún tipo de incapacidad física y para ellos es mucho más difícil llegar y salir dos veces para obtener una vacunación. También la idea es llevarle a algunos eh, individuos que están más confinados, como es el caso de la gente que está encarcelada eh, y que podrían recibir esta vacuna eh, en vez de tener que recibir dos dosis, solo una dosis de la vacuna. And this is Alicia Bales. I'm talking with Angel Slater and Darcy Antle, who are coordinating the vaccine uh, response for Mendocino County, the COVID-19 vaccine. And I'm Alicia Bales with Loreto Rojas. Um, my last Esta question... Tarde estamos en la radio aquí entrevistando a Darcy Antle y a Angie Slider. Ellas representan al condado y también me encuentro yo con mucho gusto traduciendo para todos los latinos. Mi nombre es Loreto Rojas. Uh, my last question before we open up the phone lines has to do with uh, a little bit about what happened today in Casper, although maybe not. Uh, it's about vaccine hesitancy. It feels like at some point soon 
we're, we're going to have less of a situation where people are really lining up and, and, tr- and, and scrambling to get the vaccine. And it's going to be more that you're going to be having to find people who aren't vaccinated and and sort of encourage them. Maybe they're hesitant. Maybe they don't want to get the shot. Um, do you have... La primera pregunta que vamos a hacer tiene que ver con el gran evento que se ha realizado hoy día en Casper. Bueno, no exactamente con este evento, pero eh, estamos eh, considerando qué es lo que va a ocurrir cuando... Porque hay algunas personas que no están... Eh, están dudando respecto a ponerse la vacuna. Entonces, en algún momento, eh, todas las personas que quieren ponerse la vacuna habrán recibido y las que están teniendo dudas, ¿qué es lo que está pensando el condado hacer respecto a eso? Right. So, how are you planning to reach out to people who are reluctant to get the shot? Entonces, ¿cómo ustedes van a ir alcanzar a todas estas personas que tienen algunas dudas respecto a vacunarse? So uh, Dr. Corin, public health officer, and Dr. Janine Miller are working on an outreach awareness education campaign. Uh, we did have Dr. Corin y la doctora Janine Miller están desarrollando una campaña para eh, promover la vacunación en estas personas que quizás es más difícil de contactar. And we had a meeting last night with a group, and I think Loreto, you were there. And uh, made some good, heard some good ideas about, um, you know, further use of the Pomodores, uh, El Puto, Nuestra Alanza, and Uva. And ayer estuvimos en una reunión eh, también varias personas del condado, incluyéndome a mí misma, Loreto Rojas, y también a la señora Darcy Antu, que acaba de hablar sobre este tema. Durante esta reunión se discutió con varios grupos y se desarrollaron algunas estrategias. Algunos de los grupos que estaban presentes eran Nuestra Alianza, eh, también estaba UVA y los promotores de salud, y se, se, ahí se discutieron algunas ideas de cómo desarrollar este programa. Also, we'll be um, doing uh, some leaflets. We're also looking to do videos, short videos of folks getting the vaccine, kind of feeling that um, spreading word of mouth um, and showing that someone else got it, a trusted individual received the vaccine. También hemos estado pensando en hacer pequeños videos con personas que ya tuvieron la vacuna y que pueden eh, mostrar eh, a los eh, que tienen quizás dudas de la importancia de, lo, de la vacunación. Eh, también algún material impreso que se pueda entregar. En general, a lo que se refiere es a mostrarle a las personas que eh, las personas que, en las que ellos confían ya han recibido la vacuna y hacer una campaña en esta dirección. Okay, and do you have any idea how many people uh, you do you have any estimates of how many people in the county do you think are reluctant to get the vaccine? Alicia pregunta si el condado tiene alguna idea de cuál es el número de personas que tienen dudas respecto a ponerse la vacuna. Like, are we looking at 50% or 20% or, or, or what's your sense of that? ¿Será que es el 15% o el 20% de la población total del condado? Alicia, I don't, I, I wouldn't dare to guess that number. Um, no, no me atrevo do, ni siquiera a decir cuál es el número de personas que se encuentran en esta situación. I do think with the three options, Pfizer, Moderna, and now the Johnson and Johnson's, there's more options for people to choose what they prefer. We're certainly hearing from folks that, you know, don't like needles. 
Bueno, pensamos que ahora que, el, que las personas tienen, van a tener tres opciones, o sea, van a tener Pfizer o Moderna o incluso la, la vacuna de Jensen Johnson. Y en este caso, el, algunas personas dicen que tienen miedo a la aguja y al proceso de vacunación de esta manera. Entonces, ellos podrían optar por una vacuna que es solamente una dosis. We, we do know when we look at our um, healthy places index, the North County is vaccinated. They have at least one dose over 50%. En este momento sabemos que en la parte norte del condado el porcentaje de personas vacunadas ya alcanza el 50%. Wow, that is really, really amazing. Bueno, eso es un número bastante increíble. Okay, well, let's, uh, thank you for that, and let's go ahead and open up the phone lines for our listeners. Bueno, muchas gracias por esa información. Vamos a abrir las líneas para que nos llamen con sus llamadas. Ok, and that phone number is 895-2448. That's 895-2448. Por favor, llame con sus llamadas. Puede llamar, hablar en español. Yo puedo traducir para usted. El número de teléfono ahí en la cabina es el 895-2448. 707-895-2448. Right, and our guests are Angel Slater, who's the vaccine clinic coordinator and a public health nurse here in Mendocino County, and Darcy Antel, who's Mendocino County's vaccine coordinator. Y tenemos con nosotros a dos personas del condado, Angel Slater, ella es la que está a cargo de, la, de las clínicas de vacunación, y Darcy Antle, que está coordinando todos los procesos de vacunación en el condado. So this is your chance to ask any questions about Mendocino County's vaccination program or their vaccine response, if you are curious about how the county is doing that and what's, uh, what's next. Bueno, esta es su uh, oportunidad para eh, hacer preguntas respecto a lo, al programa de vacunación que está desarrollando el condado y también el, cómo está respondiendo el condado en términos de la vacunación de la población. The lines are open, 895-2448. Estamos con las líneas abiertas, por favor llame con sus preguntas en el 895-2448. So, well, uh, Alicia, yes. may I ask a yes, question? Yes, please, Loretta. So, uh, Darcy, um, one of the ideas is to make videos uh, of people that vac got the vaccine. How they can contact, how you're going to organize there? Uh, there is someone that they can call and say, I want to give my testimonial and I want that testimonial to be used for the county to promote vaccination. And excuse me, but I'm going to translate my own question. Lo que le estoy preguntando a la señora Darcy es si el condado eh, va a desarrollar, va a hacer estos pequeños videos de personas que quieren dar su testimonio. ¿Dónde podrían estas personas eh, contactarse para eh, ofrecer su testimonio de que se han puesto la vacuna? Um, so we, we provided, and uh, last night we provided a couple of um, video coordinator uh, names of businesses. And uh, I actually reached out to start making calls today. So I'm waiting to hear back. And hopefully we get, um, I guess you would call it a, a choreographer to, to come in and meet with people um, either at the, uh, our clinic or some, some other clinic that would be willing. And I think that's a wonderful idea, Loretta, is 
uh, folks want to call in and offer their testimony, I think that would be a wonderful idea too. Una de las ideas que se discutió anoche fue hacer estos videos y se, en esta reunión se sugirieron, se dieron dos nombres de personas que podrían trabajar en este proyecto y eh, Darcy está informándonos de que ella ya se comunicó con algunos de ellos. Esto sería algo que se haría en los eventos de vacunación, algún tipo de, de crear una coreografía o un background donde la gente pudiera dar su testimonio o quizás por teléfono. Es, se están trabajando en eso. I would totally do that if people want to see me being a huge wimp. <laughs> I am scared Um Okay, we do have a caller. Good afternoon, caller. You are live on the air. Hi, I'm interested in getting the single shot vaccine. So this morning I heard that there were 500 doses at Safeway in Fort Bragg, but they weren't answering the phone and there was no link online. And I didn't want to leave work and go up there and be there for hours and not, um, I sent 13 of my employees to the last vaccine and only four got in and they missed a shift. So I'm trying to get the information. But for me, I would like to get the single shot. And I'm wondering if there's any way to get in line for that. La persona que está llamando está llamando y preguntando sobre eh, las vacunas de Janssen and Johnson. Estas vacunas están disponibles, eh, se informó de que estaban disponibles en una farmacia en la localidad de Fort Bragg y esta persona ha llamado al número de teléfono pero no están contestando y a ella le gustaría vacunarse con un, una vacuna que tiene solamente una dosis, así no tiene que perder tantas horas de su trabajo. So we, um, caller, uh, if you want to shoot us an email at docvaccinemendocinocounty.org, we will be glad to reach out to you when we get um, a better uh, or an organized clinic um, and in your area. Also, I don't know about the Safeway uh, clinic today. I do know one of the pharmacies in uh, Ukiah is offering Johnson Johnson. And I believe it's CBS. Eh, la señora Darcy Antle dice de que ellos estarían muy contentos de comunicarse con esta persona para eh, poder informar cuándo el condado va a tener acceso a estas vacunas y para que la gente se pueda inscribir en ellas. Ella sabe de que hay algunas de estas vacunas en, en Yucaya, en la farmacia Yucaya y en, también en CBS. Ella está ofreciendo un, un correo electrónico, pero no, no capté. Sorry, what's the email address that you are saying people can write to you? DOC vaccine at eh, La dirección para escribir un correo electrónico, si usted puede, es DOC. V-A-C-C-I-N-E arroba mendocinocounty.org Okay, caller, did you have more? Um, I couldn't understand the website, but I do have Ted's direct line. He didn't know about the one in Fort Bragg either. He said just go up there and see if you can get in, but I can't spend the day waiting to see. So, and I'm not going to Ukiah. I haven't been to Ukiah probably in a year. So thank you very much. I will um, I will follow it, and I will make sure that I have my information out there, at least to Ted. Maybe he didn't know about the one today in Fort Bragg. So somewhere we just need to connect the dots. So thank you so much. All right. Thank you. 
Vale. La persona que llamó eh, eh, agradece, dice que no pudo entender bien la dirección en el Inter en, para mandar un correo electrónico, pero que ella se comunicará con la farmacia en Yucaya, que alguien le dijo que podía ir simplemente a la farmacia y esperar ahí, pero naturalmente ella no puede perder todo el día para ir a una situación que es tan incierta. Dice que lo que está faltando en este caso es simplemente unir los puntos y conseguir la meta que se está buscando. Right, and you didn't say there was a Johnson and Johnson clinic in Fort Bragg today. You said you're going to be organizing them in the future, right? Correct. Yeah, no, hay, no es que hay una eh, una clínica de vacunación de Johnson and Johnson hoy en la costa de ninguna manera. Va, se va a organizar una y se informará a su debido tiempo. But Safeway could have been offering it, or one of the pharmacies that's not connected with public health. Ella quiere aclarar que en este caso eh, las vacunas que están ofreciendo las farmacias no son responsabilidad del condado. Okay, so the local pharmacies, the private companies, they do have Johnson Johnson, and as far as you know, they have it now. Correct. Bueno, entonces lo que está ocurriendo es que son estos negocios que tienen farmacia los que tienen esta vacuna de Johnson Johnson, eh, pero esos son negocios que son privados y esto no es algo que organiza el condado. Mm -hmm. Okay, uh, well, we have about uh, four minutes left, so if you've got a call, we have time for one caller. That's 895-2448, 895-2448. Tenemos tiempo para una llamada más. Quedan cuatro minutos para el final de este programa, de este segmento. Si quiere llamar, por favor, llame al 895-2448. Alicia está en el estudio esperando su llamada. All right. Well, we're not we're not having any more. The, the lines are open. No more callers are calling in. So if you just want to take this chance to uh, let people in Mendocino County know what what's, uh, you know, anything that you'd like to make sure people know about the vaccine effort and how they can get vaccinated. Ya que nadie está llamando a nuestras líneas, Alicia le está dando la oportunidad a Darcy Antle que diga eh, cuál es la información que tiene el condado que, que quisiera que las personas escucharan y se enteraran de lo que están haciendo. We just say we continue to work with the My Turn, the state product My Turn for registration. It's still a pilot project. Bueno, estamos trabajando eh, nosotros en el condado con este sitio que pertenece al estado que se llama My Turn. Esto es myturn.ca.gov y eh, ahí las personas se pueden inscribir para recibir eh, la vacuna. And then I would say that the phases and the tiers that we've been following has changed and that's at the state level. El Estado también ha cambiado los niveles de lo que se llaman las fases de vacunación y también los distintos eh, grupos dentro de estas fases. In addition to all the tiers and all the folks that have been able to get in, whether it's a high risk occupation or over the age of 65, that is still open. We, we uh, ag workers, um, critical infrastructure, trying to think of emergency service workers. Um, but now it's 16 to 64, those with chronic illness um, and or a disability. So, entonces, en este momento estamos vacunando algunas de las poblaciones más sensibles, que son trabajadores de la agricultura, de, la, de tra trabajadores en la construcción, 
eh, y también se ha cambiado la edad de los 64 años a los 16 años para todas las personas que tienen eh, enfermedades, eh, situaciones de morbilidad eh, que pueden acceder eh, por su enfermedad a la vacuna en este momento. Entonces, para las personas de 16 años solamente pueden recibir la vacuna Pfizer. Eh, para las personas que van a recibir Moderna es de 18 años y más. Right. Okay, we do have one last call. Let's see if we can slip him in here. Hello, caller. You no, are live on the air. Thank you. I'm going to make it very short. Uh, I, I had my shot at the woods, the first shot, but I just want everybody to know that the people giving the shots, the fire department people, the nurses, just the many names, I just want to say that the healing of this virus is the love we are within our whole heart and our whole mind, given the love as a community to each other, and bless, bless, bless everybody who's shared, given that love, and thank you so much for your show. All right, thank you. La persona que acaba de llamar está diciendo que obtuvo la primera dosis de la vacuna la semana pasada en The Woods, y quiere agradecer a los individuos que participan en el departamento de bomberos y a las enfermeras y a todas las personas que hicieron esto posible, y les envía a todos ellos bendiciones y muchas bendiciones. Y muchas gracias por el programa de radio aquí, KZYX. Thank you. Thank you, caller. That was that was nice. And we, too, want to uh, give a big shout out to all the volunteers and to our vaccine team as well. Um, it's a monumental effort that everyone's doing. Our partners, the, the FQHCs throughout the county, um, have been wonderful to work with, as well as um, Adventist Health in distributing this many doses in such a short time. Muchas gracias a la persona que llamó, dice la señora Darcy Anto, eh, y también nosotros queremos agradecer profundamente a todas las personas que anda volunt han voluntariamente trabajado en estas vacunas y muchísimas gracias por todo su trabajo también a nuestros socios, a las clínicas, al Hospital Adventist y a todas las personas que han estado involucradas en la vacunación de nuestro condado. All right. Well, that's going to do it. We are going to hear from Ted Williams shortly. Um, so I will uh, probably I need to let you guys go, but I will bring Ted back on as soon as he calls in and we'll get an update from Casper. In the meantime, thank you both so much for all of your work, sharing the callers gratitude and love for all of the work that you're doing to make sure our community gets vaccinated and we can move through this horrible pandemic into a, a new a new phase of things so thank you so much muchísimas gracias a darcy and angel por venir hoy hoy día a hablar en la radio y nosotros también compartimos con ellas la importancia de las personas que han eh, dado voluntariamente su tiempo y queremos expresa, expresar la gratitud que tenemos a todas las personas que han estado involucradas vamos a tener al supervisor ted williams que se va a conectar y nos va a dar una actualización de lo que está ocurriendo en la vacunación masiva en la comunidad de caspar muchas gracias por venir Bye. 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 And and muchas gracias, Loreto, to you as well for providing uh, interpretation today. Really, really appreciate it. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Goodbye, everybody. All right. This this is Alicia Bales. I'm live in the studio here on KZYX. We're doing your um, your Friday afternoon live Q&A with our county 
Pandemic Response Team. And I'm just going to put on a little bit of music here, and we're going to await a report from Ted Williams from the Casper Community Center, where they are having a big uh, a big vaccine event right now. And we had heard earlier in the day that they had 750 first dose Pfizer uh, first dose Pfizer shots, and they only had 220 people signed up for them. So there was a pretty big community effort today to get the the remainder of those several hundred shots that were uh, pretty much unscheduled to get those claimed to get arms to put these shots into, and apparently they pulled it off. So we're going to hear from Ted about the state of things at Casper, uh, and I think all of those slots as of now are filled, but we'll we'll get that confirmed for sure when we hear from Ted. So stay tuned. It'll just be a minute or two. He's very busy at the clinic, but he said he would call in at 3.30. So stay tuned, and we'll bring him up as soon as he calls. All right, this is Alicia Bales live in the studio, and on the phone is Ted Williams, supervisor for the 5th District, who's having a very, very busy day. Hey, Ted. Hey, Alicia. Thanks for having me. Thank you for finding a moment to to call. Um, What's the latest? You're at Casper. You've organized the Casper Community Center vaccine event. What's going on? Well, uh, we have uh, just about as many doses uh, on hand as pending appointments. And so we're, we're watching, trying to figure out when, when we call it on some of the appointments. If somebody's an hour later, they're still coming. What about two hours? And we have a wait list for um, any extras that may be on hand at the end of the day. Okay. So people were able to log in to myturn.ca.gov and make vaccine appointments with you? They were. And, who, and how is this wait list composed? Who's on that? Is it people who just showed list, up? Or? The, wait, the wait list is the folks who just showed up without an appointment, and um, it's uh, ordered uh, as they appeared in the line. Okay, and so what has it been like today? How is the line? Uh, how are things moving through? It was smooth. It was a really great location. And, uh, you know, we'd done one in Little River last week, um, and we, were, we found it was uh, a bit cramped. The flow was much better. We had volunteers that were more familiar with the process. Um, Really great crew from public health came out. We did have um, a snafu. The Comcast cable connection uh, went down in the morning, and we had to switch to paper. But uh, public health had all the paper forms ready to go. Yeah, it was a good event. All right. And today you had 750 shots. Is that right? That's right. And about how's it going? You're going until 5 o'clock. How many shots have you administered so far yet today? We have uh, 102 doses left, and we have about 102 appointments left. Wow. So okay. we're, we're right on track. How is that to see 750 people come through? Yeah, it was uh, just a, a lot of volunteers. This was a community-serving community. We even had a super, former supervisor, John McCowan, uh, drive over to the coast to help with his uh, traffic vest, um, uh, getting people to park safely. He's not. He doesn't have any like shots in his hand, right? He's far away from the from the the, the vaccination. Yeah, he, part. He, he he stayed outside, and you know we had a role for just about every volunteer that was willing. Um, that's good. Amazing. Okay, can I ask you this question about the red tier? 
I was I was seeing some some rumors online about the red tier coming sooner than we thought. Um, do you have any news for us about that? Yeah, we're we're Mendocino County is red. Wait, Hooray. right now? <laughs> <laughs> well, when I go to when I go to the uh, California, yeah, right now when I go to the California site and I punch in Mendocino County, it comes up red. We're red. Uh, we are red. That, that's weird. I don't feel any different. <laughs> How did it happen? What happened? Why are we red now? This, this, this is the best sense of red. We'll talk about the budget another time. Right. Not your favorite color when you're talking about the budget. Okay, so I had heard we were going to be considered for the red tier by March 16th or 17th. So any clue how we were demoted to the red tier today? Well, no, I've I've been in an area without cell service, and the Internet's been coming and going. Uh, Supervisor Mo, the Mo we know, uh, sent me a text with a screenshot, and that's how I found out. But, I, you know, I think the state must recognize that we're vaccinating a lot of people and the, the, the time frames and percentage calculations that were in place um, previously may no longer make sense. With a, you know, we have probably between a third and half our adult population having received uh, at least one vaccination. It's harder and harder to get those folks to get tested. And so, you know, what does that test data mean when you're only testing the, the folks who are symptomatic? Mm-hmm. And we also had uh, President Biden yesterday uh, come out in favor of uh, dropping the tier systems. Right. The tier systems, not the red, purple, orange, yellow tier. No, but the, but the, but the tier systems for vaccination. The eligibility you know, they, I think the goal, the goal yeah. is to get, get America vaccinated by the end of May. And uh, I think we're doing our part here today. That's awesome. Yeah, he said by May 1st, any adult who wants to be vaccinated will be able to make an appointment to do that. We're not going to have these these different stratifications of people. But still, as it is um, here in Mendocino County, we are kind of blazing through each of those tiers uh, and moving. We did move into an additional tier this week, although nobody really talked about it. But uh, more more uh, industries were eligible for vaccination this week. Yeah, and we, you know, we for this event, we public health uh, strictly followed the state and, and local uh, guidelines for eligibility. And you know, I, I did my best sending it out to media, including um, my favorite uh, public radio station, um, Facebook, Twitter, MCN list, word of mouth. You know, I texted between four to five thousand people who had given me their cell numbers uh, throughout the pandemic. And I woke up this morning, and we only had 202 uh, who had made appointments. So we were sitting on uh, over 500 uh, doses. So you know, we have been taking people's word for if they have a medical condition rather than requiring that mm-hmm. uh, we wait for them to get a doctor's note. For a lot of people, that's taking time. You know, they're waiting to get into their doctor so they can get a note. Somebody that's had cancer twice and has COPD and other conditions, I, you know, I think now I think we're all coming to terms with now is the time to serve them. We have the doses. The president said, "Get it done." We're getting it done, right? And I asked this of Darcy Antle and Angel Slater as well. Um, 
I imagine, and I don't, I don't know if this is just a feeling or if there's anything more to it, but I imagine that Mendocino County may have more vaccine hesitant people than, than other communities. Um, and I wonder how you guys, uh, how the county is thinking about reaching out to those folks. Um, and Darcy and Angel talked about videos and, you know, outreach and, and that kind of stuff, but uh, videos of, you know, friends and family getting the vaccine and stuff. But, but what are your thoughts about that for people? who are really, you know, adamantly do not want to get vaccinated. Uh, Do you have any thoughts about how to reach out to people and what the consequences might be if there's a large percentage of those here in the county? Well, I think the people of Mendocino County don't want to be told what to do. And, you know, it's a a personal choice. I I happen to think it's the right choice. And, you know, I I want to be able to socialize. Um, I've been in people's houses and uh, climbing through cars to auto extrications, going to emergency situations throughout the year. Um, I don't want to pick up COVID and be spreading it. So I, I personally, I feel it's right for me, but I don't want to tell the, the next um, resident, uh, you know, what he or she should should decide. I'm hopeful that we'll get to an adequate level to have herd immunity and slower stop spread. All right. So it's just a matter of respecting people's individual choices, or do you have any sort of message well, or argument you know, that, as that you time, make? As time goes by, and... You know, our population sees that their neighbors have gotten it, and, you know, the, the release of stress, they're probably not going to die from COVID if they get, if they become fully vaccinated. I think more people may decide they weren't ready to be the first, um, but ultimately uh, they, they'd like that protection. So I think the numbers will increase. I think we've seen that in some categories mm-hmm. that didn't have a, um, a high uptake. But you're right. There's a lot of people who are saying uh, no thanks, and some of it is no thanks to Moderna and Pfizer, but they're willing for the uh, the Johnson and Johnson. Mm-hmm. Others just don't want it at all. Yeah, it just really made me think of it today when uh, when you realized that you only had two hundred and twenty signups uh, and that you had all of these doses left over. It's like, are we going to see this kind of situation more and more? Well, and I think uh, on top of that, we've had uh, people hear about excruciatingly long lines, and you know, for people on the fence hearing that it could be an hour and a half to two hours waiting and they've got to bring their doctor's note and, you know, that's it, versus the event today. I mean, we had people, um, up, up until we had, uh, uh, we, we started wondering if we were running out. We had people in within about five minutes of getting in line mm-hmm. and it was just flowing. And it's because we had an enormous uh, amount of volunteers. I had 72 people step forward, sign up, get through the NCO process so we could cover them on uh, liability insurance. And uh, you know now we have a pool to put on other events. Right, so, gay men Do they get to get vaccinated? I mean, does that give them the volunteers? A lot of the volunteers have already been vaccinated. I'm finding, mm-hmm. and you know, some of it is the age demographics. You have retired folks uh, with time on their hands, willing to volunteer. So a lot of them had already been vol- uh, vaccinated. There are some volunteers that haven't, and uh, yeah, we we vaccinated them, and they're committed to coming to future events. It makes all the difference having uh, a community serving community, having ample people for traffic control, yeah. for you know filling out forms, try to parallelize the effort instead of having a, a slow serial line. Yeah, what now that right there is is really an asset uh, for our county to have a volunteer network that is that robust, that is that has that much muscle behind it, that many people who are committed and and can come out. How can people plug into that? How do how can people become volunteers and through the volunteer network? 
volunteernc.org. Uh, sign up, and there's two categories that, that uh, we need right now. We need general volunteers that are covered on liability who you know can help put an event on, set it up, clean up at the end. Today we had volunteers even uh, cooking food for the other volunteers because it was such a large event. And then we also need the disaster health volunteers. Um, you know, these can be uh, nurses, paramedics, physicians who can uh, be vaccinators and administer the vaccine. And uh, we, we had a mix today of public health professionals and, and volunteers who are willing to give a day. And some of them I've seen you know, four times now. They've been giving more than a day. Amazing. All right. Well, I'll let you get back to it. I know that you have a lot of people there and a lot is going on, but thank you so much. Anything else you want to mention about the event today or anything else? No, just uh, thanks. Thanks for uh, helping uh, steer people here. Uh, That outreach made the difference. Good. Glad to hear it. Yeah, we heard it from a lot of people as well here at the station. So I'm glad that we were able to to let people know that was going on. It was important that uh, we do get the word out far and wide so that people feel like they have a chance, <laughs> you know, instead of just having yeah. to know who yeah. you know yeah. kind of yeah. thing. Yeah, and then, Alisa, last point, I think uh, Dan Jurdy volunteered today, Supervisor Jurdy. And um, the first time I had volunteered at an event, it was eye-opening to see where the, the pain points were. Mm-hmm. Some of it is working with the state's database system. And I think uh, it was, it, I was very thankful that Dan got to see the stations up close so that when we go back to talk about policy, you know, we have some real concrete knowledge. And I know uh, Supervisor Mo has been volunteering at Ukiah Clinic. She has that. We're going to try to bring all five up to speed on, on exactly how it's going hands-on. Thank you. Yeah, great. Thank you. Thank you so much. And I can't wait to hear how you guys talk about it at the meetings next. (laughs) All right. All right. Thanks a lot, Ted. That was Supervisor Ted Williams, 5th District of Mendocino County. He is on site at the Casper Community Center for a mass vaccination clinic there on the coast. It was quite a ride today to to try to get the word out about uh, these hundreds of, of shots that were available to people and exciting. And I hope that many of you were able to get your shots today. I got mine this week and I'm just really, it was really, as everybody has been saying, smooth, amazing, didn't hurt a bit. I hardly even felt it. Very, very mild pain in my arm. Uh, but I am just couldn't be happier to have finally gotten access to it and so excited. And we're kind of at that point, too. I think we're at this sort of critical mass turning point where when I find out about shots that are available, um, you know, most of the people that I call have already had their shot. So that's very, very exciting. Um, but I know there are also a lot of you out there who haven't yet been able to get an appointment and are struggling with that. So I am hoping that we're going to all together get to that point, that, that turning point in the next week or two and look forward to the point where it, the, the, um, the tier system is going to go by the wayside and it's just going to be open to everybody who wants one. So with that, I just want to mention again the the breaking news that Mendocino County has gone into the red tier. I guess our case rates and our numbers have brought us into the red tier. So we'll figure out uh, over the weekend what exactly that means for us in terms of relaxing some of the most uh, limiting restrictions we've been living under from the purple tier, uh, what what that's going to mean for indoor dining and uh, movie theaters and gyms 
symptoms and, and all of that stuff. So we'll have that for you on Monday when we return with the local coronavirus update with Dr. Drew Colfax from 3 to 4 o'clock on Monday. Uh, in the meantime, stay safe, be well, enjoy this beautiful weather, and I will be back with you on Monday. Thanks for listening, everyone. You've been listening to the local coronavirus update from KZYXMZ Mendocino County Public Broadcasting in Philo, California. This podcast is made possible by funding from the Mask Awareness Project of North Coast Opportunities. To hear this program live, tune in on Mondays and Fridays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time to KZYX Philo 90.7 FM, KZYZ Williton Ukiah at 91.5 FM, and in Fort Bragg at 88.1 FM. Or you can hear us anywhere at kzyx.org, where you can also find out how to donate or become a KZYX member. Thanks for listening.